Hey guys, welcome back to the Girls Who Get It podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Julia. And this week we are talking all about getting older, the pressures that we face, especially as women, mm-hmm. as we, you know, get older. Um, I really wanted to talk about this because I am turning 30 actually in a couple of months and I just, I, I feel like I'm just constantly being surrounded by this like outside, this like external pressure. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, I, I just feel like I right now am not necessarily at a point in my life where I thought I would be. Where, by this age? What did you think you'd be doing by 30? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think, like, throughout my life, my idea kept changing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, at some point, I definitely thought, like, oh, by the time I'm 30, like, I'll be married and I'll probably <laughs> have kids. Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, yeah. oh, I'll be really, like, established in my career and own a house hmm That typical kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like a lot of women have that, like, idea, because that's what you're told to do, kind Especially of. Especially seeing like, your parents. Like, my parents don't really, they're not the most, like, traditional, <laughs> you know. But still, like, by the time my mom was 30, she had me mm-hmm. and, you know, was like, pretty established in her career and um I don't know I just it's interesting to think she had me when she was like 27 I think uh-huh and I'm older than that now and I can't imagine being a mom I know I like sometimes I think about it my mom was I think 30 when she had me but 27 with my sister mm-hmm and like I'm I'm turning 25 in a couple weeks but the idea that she was with my dad like I think they were probably married settling down and everything at 25 I'm like oh my god I'm I'm a child right that's I could not imagine I feel too and it's so weird when I think about my age because like that number feels like oh that's a that's a grown adult but Mm -hmm. then there's so many times where like I still feel like I'm 18 I know and it's like when you were 18 a 30 year old seemed so yeah together like you're 30 years old you've got your shit together you know exactly what you're doing and that is not the case at all which is so interesting I don't know why where like kids get the idea that like adults just I mean adults handle a lot of shit but I think it's just because we see our parents and we just assume like, oh, they take care of us, they run the house, they got every, you know, like, they make yeah. things function, and that must mean that when I'm that age, I'll have my shit together. They must have their shit together. No one has their shit together. Turns out, nobody. It's just <laughs> crazy, and I, I saw this one post on Instagram recently, and it was like, you ever think about how when you were a kid, like, you were watching your parents grow up? Because hmm. especially if like thought of that. if they had you in their twenties, right? Like, mm-hmm. think about you in your twenties now. Like, 
I feel like I still have a lot of learning to do and a lot of growing up to do in ways, Yeah, you know, like, and meanwhile, when I was a kid, I looked at my parents like, oh my God, they, they know everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You always think your parents know everything. Like they are good. They're settled. They have their shit figured out. Like it's, it's interesting. (laughs) And then coming up on the age and you're like, wait a second. Right. I'm not even close to having it figured out. And I don't really know exactly what I want or what I'm doing in some aspects. Yeah. I do think it's a little different just because, like, obviously the world that we are living in now is is different than it was, you know, like 30 years ago. But I don't know. Like, we should have got one of our moms to, like, be a guest on this episode because I really... I'm curious to know, like, when they were our age, how did they feel at the time? Yeah, like, did they think they had it together? I don't know that anybody thinks they have it together. Like, maybe they look like they do. Right. They look put together. They look like they have it figured out. But really, they don't. And I, Yeah, and I think that's what I'm kind of, like, coming to terms with, too. Because I always would wonder, like, okay, well, at what age? You know, oh, I'm, I'm 26 now, and I still feel, like, super young. Yeah, I... Like, at what point will I feel like I'm actually an official adult? (laughs) But what is that? Like, what is... I totally know what you're saying. Like, I think when you're younger, you think, oh, well, when I get out of college, I'm going to... When I get a real full-time job... Yes. Or whatever your path is, when I finally start working and I have my own place and I do this, then I'll know. Then Mm -hmm. I'll have it figured out. And... I don't think that that's the end. I don't think that's the finish line. Or, oh, when I meet somebody and I get married or when I have kids, that's the finish line. Like, the finish line is always moving. Yeah. And you can't, like, there's no finish line I'm learning. And I'm adjusting my, like, timeline, you know, the timeline I thought I would have. I'm kind of letting that go because... I don't really see a point in, like, tracking my life like that. Yeah, oh, when I, I get here, I I'll agree. be good. Or, oh, when I do this, I'll be satisfied, I guess. I mean, but that's just not, the, it's not that easy. And it, it, not only that, but, like, it just, life doesn't have to work that way. And I think what I'm realizing, too, like, I always viewed everything in such, like, a linear kind of way it's like Mm -hmm. you achieve this and then you do this and then you do that and then boom that's the end it's like you get married obviously like you know divorce is a thing but it's like Mm -hmm. you figure out your career you figure out what you're passionate about and that's what you do for the rest of your life until you retire you (laughs) meet someone you decide to get married that's your partner for life you do you know and Mm -hmm. I'm realizing that like you can always change things at any point Like, you can make a career change in your 40s or your 50s, you know? Like, there is no rule that you need to have things figured out at any point and then just stick to that forever. No, and I've, like, realized that more and more because when you're younger, you think that way. You're like, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and then everything will be great. And then it starts to not go that way. Like, when I was like, oh, college isn't for me, let me go do beauty school. 
Mm-hmm. And then I thought, okay, great. I have this figured out now. I'm going to finish beauty school. I'm going to work in a salon. And that's going to be my life. Mm-hmm. Well, then that didn't go as I planned. Mm-hmm. And then I had to change again. <laughs> my, my change course again. And I'm like, okay, I've, I give up trying to figure out, like, what it's going to be, like, what life is going to be like for me. And I'm just going with the flow, taking every opportunity, not thinking too much about it. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, I have to consider some things, but just trying things <laughs> career-wise, I mean, I guess, and dating-wise, um, without a lot of expectation, because I'm not where I thought I'd be at 25. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to keep that pressure on me for when I'm 30, when I'm 40, when I'm whatever. Because then I feel like you end up just doing things because you feel pressured to, and then mm-hmm. you might not actually really be happy. Well, I think it affects your happiness because you put that in your head. Oh, I'm going to do this when I'm this age. Right. And or I have don't... to do this by Yeah, a you don't point. do it. And then you feel shitty, like, oh, I didn't accomplish that by this age. But it's not that simple. Like, life happens and you can't do things. Or you thought you wanted something and then you don't. It's not right. what you expected. Like, with- And then you feel guilty about, like, changing yeah. your mind because then you're like, oh, but no, I should have. Or, like, people that are feel like, oh, I need to be married by a certain point or have kids by mm-hmm. a certain point. And so they rush or maybe not even rush into something, but, like, they'll commit to something. Like, they'll get married to someone just because they feel like, oh, well, we've been together for so long and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, whatever age. So at this point, like, we need to just get married because yeah. it's too late for me to start over or something like that. And so then they get married to someone, even though maybe they know deep down it's not really right. Uh-huh. Because they just feel that pressure. I feel like that happens a lot. Definitely. But I think that's... Part of I why divorce rates s- are so high. It, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But I wanted to say, too, like, I think it's interesting how we both used the term um, figuring it out. Like, <laughs> you, you need to have it figured out. But it's like, just because you change, like, going back to the whole, like, career change thing. Like, I went through that, too. I went to college for four years, was confused as fuck, didn't know what I wanted to do. Um worked a little bit for a few years in the field that I got my degree in and then decided to go to cosmetology school mm-hmm. and then I worked in a salon and I was like okay I finally am happy I'm doing something that I'm passionate about I've figured out yeah. my life and my career and then I moved down here and I started just doing social media full-time and took a little step back from doing hair and I was putting pressure on myself because I was like wait I spent all this time going back and forth trying to figure out what I want to do and now here I am like I was supposed to just stick to hair because that's what I said was my passion Mm -hmm. and now I'm doing something a little bit different and I'm back and forth and I'm not really sure what I want to do for the rest of my life career-wise so am I still figuring it out am I not like stable and established but that's not true right Like, I don't know why I view it that way and I put that pressure on myself. Like, I'm I'm getting to a point now where I'm like, who cares? Like, you can change what you do for work at any point in your life. As long as you're doing okay, your bills are paid, you're living comfortably, Mm -hmm. and you're happy and you are waking up in the morning and 
you actually are like, you know, you have motivation to get out of bed. (laughs) You're not dreading whatever you do. Exactly. Then that's all that should matter. Well, that's kind of, I want to go back to talking about like passions and everything because you're told in like high school, oh, you're going to go to college, you know, find something that you are passionate about or whatever. That's how they try to pose it. As if it's that simple too, that you can just figure it out like at 18 years old. Right, exactly. So for me, I'm not like, I, I'm not going to say I don't have hobbies. I just don't. I feel like I don't really have passions. Like, there's things I can talk about nonstop and whatever, but it doesn't translate to a job for me mm-hmm. because I thought that's what beauty and hair and everything, I thought that's what cosmetology would be for me because I love makeup and I love hair and all the stuff that comes with, you know, beauty industry type things work. Mm-hmm. But the atmosphere, once I started doing it, what the job actually is and the atmosphere of a salon and everything, I didn't like. I don't like having to hustle. And, like, I kind of think the beauty industry can be really toxic because you're kind of forced to hustle. Mm -hmm. You're relying on people to show up for you to get paid. So you have to, like, work harder in a certain degree. Like, do you know what I mean? Like you have, 100%. it's a different, and sometimes you, you end up having to put up with a lot of like bullshit. Yeah. Which, and it, it's, you have to work really hard to have like strong boundaries with people. Yeah. And I can't do that. Like I was in a salon and it's a great salon, like amazing stylist and everything. And I'm not the kind of person that can like put up a front. Like if I'm unhappy or if I'm stressed or whatever, I can't walk out and be like, beaming with a smile on my face and pretend everything's fine like if I'm annoyed I'm obviously not going to be outright like oh my fucking god like this is so crazy and mean and rude but I'm not gonna put on like a mask yeah it shows if some you're not in a great mood right so you're not a fake ass bitch like I can be exactly (laughs) I'm not so that was hard for me and a lot of the salon industry is like putting your own mood and your own feelings on the back burner because you have a client sitting in your chair that is going to pay you. Yep. And like, if you want to make money, the client is always right. Or like, there's not a lot you can do. Mm -hmm. And I really didn't like the idea of relying on somebody else besides myself showing up so that I could get paid. Right. And that I'm showing up. Yeah. That's a big part of it too. Yeah. Right, and that because you me. can be like really being as professional as possible and working really hard and like showing up and doing your best, but mm-hmm. it's true. Like if the client decides to just not show up or not they tip or complain or yeah, mm-hmm. right, oh be ch- cheap, yeah, or you mm-hmm. could do it perfectly, literally exactly what they ask, but they have a different idea of this shade or this tone, and, and so then they it's don't your like fault. it, and then it's yeah, it's your fault, and then mm-hmm. they don't pay you. Oh, right, we'll comp right. it. Oh, so we're, like, oh, our bad. No, like, that's not fair to me. <laughs> and yeah, that's what happens because you keep people happy just, you know, to try to get paid. And it's that exhausting. was something I didn't consider when I was going into that field. I just thought, I love beauty stuff. I want to be in that industry. I think, like, that's the closest thing to passion that I had that would turn into a job you know 
Mm -hmm. My sister, for example, has always known she wanted to be in the medical field, had always had that idea. Mm -hmm. You know, I never had, I used to like draw pictures of outfits and everything and like think of fashion designer, but that's like a kid, you know, that's a kid thing. I I never had. I want to say something though about that because I feel like going back to what I was saying about like, there's nothing wrong with changing careers and, Mm -hmm. you know, hopping around. How can you possibly, because I agree with that 100%. Like, I always knew that I was, like, very passionate about beauty stuff and, like, the entire industry. Mm -hmm. But I questioned that, too, because I was like, okay, I know that I am good at doing hair and that I like it, but I don't know how I'm going to actually be as a stylist in a salon, and I don't know if I'm going to be good at the job itself and the dealing with people part. And you can't ever know what it's going to be like to do a certain job until you actually are doing it. You can like the field and the actual work itself, but to you, like, how can you know if you like something if you've never actually done it? Exactly, and I feel bad sometimes because, like, oh, the time and the money I put in to do that, to have my cosmetology license and um, work in the field, and then I just completely switched and changed my mind, but, like, right, it's not something I considered. I didn't think I'd have a problem doing the work and it just didn't not that my priorities changed I just didn't really think too much about it and when I really sat back and thought about what I want Mm -hmm. like in a job I want security and I want benefits which many salons do not offer you I think that's changing a little bit but you have to figure that stuff out yourself um retirement all that stuff what I what I wanted more than like anything is stability like financial Mm -hmm. stability stability in my job I go to work I get paid like I don't have to rely on anybody else and you know how much you're going to be making it's like yeah set but I wasn't thinking about that when I was 20 when I was like okay I just want to have a job that like I like but there's a lot of jobs that I've had that I like yeah that that's it's it's just you don't know until you try yeah and and also I think that like And I know that I am guilty of preaching a lot like, oh, find what you're passionate about. And like, you know, if you can turn your passion or your hobby into a career, like that's amazing, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, like that isn't for everyone, I guess. And Mm -hmm. I never really thought about it like that. And I feel like that's kind of where I started getting with hair, too. I fucking love it so much. And I do, I actually like working in a salon. And there's like part of me kind of enjoys like that hustle and like a salon environment. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it is fucking draining, but um, I, I think that there's something to be said that, like, sometimes if you are turning a hobby into a career, it doesn't become enjoyable anymore. Yeah. And sometimes I think you need to just keep your hobbies as hobbies because and people ask me that, like, that's one of, like, the top questions I fucking get every time I go on a first date. <laughs> oh, so what do you do for fun? What hobbies do you have? And I'm like. Not nothing because I, technically yeah. my hobbies are how I make a living now yeah which isn't a bad thing because for me like unlike you I don't like I never wanted not that I don't want stability but like the just showing up to work and knowing what to expect and the da, 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 like I always felt the opposite I always felt like I don't really care about like making a lot of money I just mm-hmm. don't want to answer to anybody mm-hmm. I want to be able to like come and go however I want, choose when I do and don't work and yeah. not have to work like full-time hours and but like basically what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I like that freedom. Um, I like, yeah, I mean, I would like... So everyone's different. Yeah, but it's hard, too, because I think a lot of people would like that freedom. Like, okay, cool, I have a doctor's appointment on Tuesday at But then it, it comes and goes. It's like, at the same time, though, I don't have any benefits. Right. I don't have... <laughs> stability like my you know how much I make really just depends on like how much I hustle and there's no guarantees yeah I think it's like your personal priorities I mean they can first of all change and second of all a priority for me is being able to take care of myself right pay my rent pay my way and like I've had a lot of help from my family in the past which is I feel really lucky, but I don't want to always rely on anybody else. Mm-hmm. Same. My number one priority is like to be able to take care of myself 100%. So for yeah. me, I saw a way to do that in the job I have now and I had nothing to lose. So I started that and will I do it forever? I don't know. My priorities might change again. Mm-hmm. Pro- they probably will, but like. Right now, I'm just going with it because I have I have no other ideas, to be honest. Like, I am pretty indecisive in a lot of ways, which kind of freaks me out. But yeah, I'm the, I'm the same way. And I'm very like, I don't know, like how I feel and my mood, I guess, can change. Mm-hmm. And... If something is not making me happy and making me feel fulfilled, then I'm just like, all right, on to the next. Yeah, I mean, that's... I feel like when I was younger, I had... Younger, I recognize I'm still young, but like even younger than I am now, Mm -hmm. I felt like I had more room to make a bunch of changes, like drop out of college, go to beauty school, start college again, start try this new career path that I'm trying... And then I think as you get older, that kind of it kind of narrows and you're like, oh, can I do, can I make those changes still? Right. Like, I feel like I, not that I'm running out of time to make the changes, but I guess I just wish I knew more of what I wanted, like, by now. <laughs> but it's really hard. Yeah. It is. And I do think that, I mean, I I know I was just saying like, oh, you can change your career whenever you want. And I know that it's not always that simple, though, especially if you have a family and, you know, if if you want to change and get into something that requires you going back to school or whatever, like if you don't have the financial means or the time time, or, you know, like the help and the support, especially if like you're a single parent, you know, but... Um, well, that's the thing even about moving, like, I mean, we both moved away from home and I was just feeling, I always felt like I wanted to mm -hmm. move away. Nowhere in particular, except like San Diego seems nice, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, I knew I wanted to try living somewhere else. And I think as like you get older, depending on what you want, like for me, if I were to have a family, I'd want to live near mine in Pennsylvania so right that means okay well you move now when you don't have while you, you know, can yeah well I'm free and right like I don't have anything else going on really go and That's move and my question for you though do you want like what do you 
at least and obviously that can change like we said but as of right now like what do you want for your future do you want to get married and have kids Hmm. well I think it's harder because I tend to be uh I part of the reason that I want to make sure that my top priority is to make sure that I can take care of myself is because I never thought I'd get married Mm -hmm. like I was preparing myself to be alone like forever okay because that's how I, what I thought, which I think we talked about before, but um, not having to rely on anybody or get comfortable with, like, splitting rent with, you know, a partner right. or, like, if I want if I had to get out of a situation or a relationship, I want to be able to do that. So with that in the back of my mind, I'm like, if I were to find somebody that was a great partner to me and like we fit and it felt right like I'm not against marriage at all Mm -hmm. I think I'd like that but I spent a lot of time being like oh no probably not for me probably won't happen for me and then with Hmm. kids and everything it's kind of changed because I always used to think yeah like definitely 100% I want three kids like before I'm 30 Mm -hmm. well it probably used to be before I'm 30 but now it's like before I'm 40 right but then you see like the state of the world and how things are going and that kind of makes me think differently about it right because what is the world going to look like for them in 50 years so that changes my mind a little bit too but I don't know and I also with PCOS it's like a leading cause of infertility Mm -hmm. among, among many So, since I have known that I've had that going on for so long, I also prepared myself to not be able, like, mentally, to not be able Mm. to have kids. Right. So. (laughs) But I always considered adoption, and honestly, like, I'd be a foster parent, I think. But. Yeah. It's, um, it's hard to think, it's hard for me to plan out stuff because I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to be like, yeah, I'll get married one day, and then if I'm not then be upset about it I mean I still probably be maybe a little upset about it who doesn't want to have like a partner to go through life with for sure yeah but although I mean there's definitely some people that are like totally content with that and maybe that I don't know I don't know if that's me (laughs) it might be me because my dream is to just like live alone but I don't know I guess we'll just see I have like some goals like I'd love to retire at 65 (laughs) or have like travel goals like stuff I want to do before I'm before I'm 30 or like would potentially settle down like I want to travel a bunch Mm -hmm. trying to do (laughs) but um, yeah things got a little uh, delayed considering Um, the last couple years everything that's happened but yeah so do you feel like would you be like totally content and happy if you didn't have any kids at all or you feel like something would be missing if you didn't have well kids? I think it's it might feel like something's missing just because you're t- as a woman you're like okay well you should have kids mm-hmm. so I'd be like okay wait I'm missing a, a step here like I didn't I don't know I think maybe it would feel that way because like I wanted that at one point and I still mm-hmm. do I think it's just like I think 
more about not. You might get baby fever, though, once your sister has her babies. Well, I'm going to be obsessed with them, but, like, it might also change my mind. I'll, like, watch. That's true. It could could go one way or the other. (laughs) I'm going to observe her first and then see. Oh, my God. By the time this episode is out, she, they'll be out. They better be out. (laughs) Dang. Hopefully, yeah. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I think I always thought, because we grew up really close with, like, my mom's like our cousins and um my mom's side of the family mm-hmm. so I always imagined like my sister and I would have kids and like raise them kind of close like in age and in location so right but she's starting that now and I'm like oh shit you better get on it <laughs> my kids are gonna be like just being born while hers are 13 years old <laughs> I was about to say are going to college <laughs> I, know. I know but it's like I don't know it's interesting I, I try not to plan so much anymore because I used to daydream like non-stop about like this perfect little family I'd have and but I like I said I don't want to be disappointed with my life if it's not that way because right. I can still have a really amazing life without that exact situation Yeah, I think I am getting to that point, too, where I'm just kind of accepting, like, life doesn't have to go the way you, like, expected it to or the way that society tells you it should go or the way that you're seeing it happening in movies or the way it was for your parents. Like, it's okay if your path is a little bit different as long as you're happy and Yeah, I don't know, like, because right now, I I have a lot of friends that, um, I feel like mm, my closest friends actually are all single for the most part right now and, like, don't Mm -hmm. have kids yet, um, but I know that they feel, like, most of them feel that pressure of, like, oh my god, I, like, turning 30 is, like, this big freak-out thing for them, and they're, Mm -hmm. like, I can't believe that I'm turning 30, and, like, I don't have kids yet, or I'm not married, or, you know, blah, 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 whatever, Mm -hmm. and my one friend in particular keeps going on these shitty fucking dates because she, (laughs) and bitch, you know exactly who you are, you know exactly (laughs) that I'm talking to you, Um, (laughs) she keeps going on these shitty dates, and she's, like, just so desperate to meet somebody because she just has decided like I want to have kids and Mm -hmm. I am getting to a point where like you know biologically I need to get things going yeah and that's that part sucks because like for men you can be fucking 70 years old put like popping out kids with some 20 year old that you find you know and I was gonna say I feel like the pressure is different because also as men get older it's like people almost view them as like, oh, they're sexy. Like when a guy has like yeah. salt and pepper, it's like, ooh. But an older woman, it's like, ugh. Oh my God, I know. You know, and like, oh, if you see a single dad, oh, that's hot. But if you see mm-hmm. a single mom, it's like, oh, too much baggage. Right. That's because men fucking run the world and they get to tell everyone what's what's cool and what's not. Like, And a lot of like single moms exist because men are shitty. Yeah. So it's like, oh, let's just omit that part and like, oh yeah. <laughs> no, and yeah. single fathers get so much praise, which any single parent deserves praise. For like sure. single moms, yeah, they get a lot more shit, which isn't fair at all. 
No, exactly. And not to go on like a man hating <laughs> rant or anything, but I mean, it's just it's just the facts that like the pressure is different. Oh, for and sure. And the expectations is, yeah. are different. Exactly. I mean, it just sucks to have that biological clock like as a factor. And I mean, with all the science and stuff now, it's True. not so much, but you have to have money for that. So Right, right. I mean, thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh my god, it's so expensive. Yeah, but so... I I think that like part of why I don't feel pressure cuz I mm-hmm. I remember actually the episode where we did like the Q&A. It was like our bonus episode, I think, a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. One of the questions that we got that we didn't get to was something about like, oh, I'm turning 30 and I'm kind of freaking out. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I see all these people around me, my friends and, you know, people online that are like making this whole big deal about like, oh, my God, the big three oh. Yeah. And I'm like, am I the only person that's actually excited about it? 30, flirty and thriving. Seriously. I mean... And I don't know if it's because I... I'm at a point now where I'm like, mm, I never want to like cement anything because you never mm-hmm. fucking know. I could always change my mind, but I'm like 98.5% positive that I do not want children. Right. I was just going to ask you, cause I know we've talked about it before Yeah, and you've always kind of, I've always no. been on the fence my yeah. whole life. And there were definitely times where like, I kind of was leaning towards yes a little bit. Other times where I was kind of leaning more towards no. But mm-hmm. I feel like now, like the last few years, the older I'm getting, I'm just really like absolutely not. Like it's just yeah. a no. I just really, I don't feel that like desire for it. I don't feel uh-huh. like I would be a good parent. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just don't want to do it. Yeah. Like honestly, I mean... even sometimes my dog is too much for me when he's whining <laughs> and I'm like, can you give me a minute? I'm in the middle of something. And right. I'm like, but I he, think he's that's... sitting on the bed right now and he just looked at me like, he's like, Bitch. are you serious? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> you talking I shit? When you can like accept, like you almost have to accept that you don't want kids because everyone around you is like, oh, when are you having, when are you going to, yeah, you know, it's just like get that married. Expectation. When are you going to have, yeah. So you yep. kind of have to be like, you know what? No, I don't. And I've had like moments where I'm like, I kind of like doing my own thing and where I can just go on a trip or go do this like random thing on a Saturday afternoon without thinking of anyone else. Right. Um, Will it always be like that? I don't know. And there's pros and cons, of course. But if you know you don't want kids I think so much pressure is taken off you yeah exactly and that's the thing like I don't have that pressure now because I'm like well whatever and who knows like when I'm older maybe Mm -hmm. I'll get to a point where I'm like oh you know like I do kind of feel like life's pretty like calm and chill right now like it would be kind of nice to have a kid and at that point maybe I'll adopt and I am one of those people that like I do like experiencing everything and like I want I want to try everything at least one time just to kind of like you know see what it's like so there is that part of me that's kind of like as far as like being pregnant and like childbirth Mm -hmm. where I'm like I don't want to go through that necessarily but I do kind of (laughs) think like oh if I never experience that that'll be a little weird because that's like a big part of life that a lot of people experience and I won't ever get to know what that's like but no, I, yeah. I, I'm just kind of accepting that, like, I actually don't really want that. And 
not only does it take the pressure off, but I just feel like, I don't know, like people just need to be more empowered in standing firm in that if that's what they Mm -hmm. want. Because I've had conversations with, you know, moms where I'll say like, yeah, I don't really want kids. Like I just don't, I'm not really into children. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I used to be the same way. I felt uh-huh. the same way. But you'll it's different when it's your kid. Sure. You'll feel differently. And it's like, but okay, what if I won't, though? And like, yeah. there are so many parents out there that are, I'm sorry, they're shitty parents that probably <laughs> should have never had kids. No, exactly. And I think that I'm one of those people. So well, you're saving your right? potential like, child. <laughs> I'm saving them a lot of fucking therapy. That's what yeah. I'm doing. <laughs> but yeah, I think so many people get sucked into like, oh, well, this is what I should be doing, so I'm doing it. And then it's really not what they wanted, and then they can't be the best parent or partner that they can be because they're not doing what they really want. And it's not like getting a fucking piercing where it's like, no. oh, if I don't like it I change or I change my mind, I'll just take it out and let it... Like, that's a, a, such a life-changing Your whole decision. life changes, yeah. Completely. I mean, everything. And not only your life, but now you're affecting another fucking life. Yeah. I mean, your body changes, first of all, which is terrifying. The more I learn about pregnancy, the less I want to experience it. Because (laughs) really, if you think... I've always felt that way. Like, now that my sister's been pregnant and, like, I don't know, I'm older and more people that I know have been pregnant and I hear about this stuff, I'm like, oh my god. You've (laughs) done this and you've done this multiple times, like... Honestly, I think, I don't know if what I'm about to say is, like, wrong, whatever. Part of being pregnant is you get, like, attention. People love you. People are like, oh, my God, you're so cute. Look at that bump. Like, you're carrying, like, this cute little baby. Right. And then they're born, and they're like, fuck you. <laughs> like, where's the baby? all the attention's <laughs> on the baby. Yeah. 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 And then it's like, okay, cool. So you get some attention when you're pregnant. But then you get swollen feet, swollen face, all these issues that you don't, you didn't even realize could happen to you. Your whole body's about to change forever, pretty much. And your whole life, your schedule, your routine, everything's changing for you. All the hormones, too. Yeah. And then it's not even about you anymore. You don't get the help that you were getting when you were pregnant because there's a baby now. Yeah. A helpless little baby that needs people more than you know what I mean it's just right no that's a really great point moms have it so hard really like truly hard through the whole process like no they really do and one of my friends from high school um she vlogs every so often and she has two young kids and um I don't know just like watching and it pisses me off when people say that like oh being a stay-at-home mom isn't a job bitch (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know how i know like i will watch her videos and god bless her heart i I fucking couldn't i'm like and it's so funny because like i remember i was watching one of her videos recently and like she's trying to just talk to the camera about something and her one kid is like keeps like mommy 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 mom and i was ready to fucking explode and she's just like totally chill just like keeps talking is ignoring him and i was like i can't i would i because we were talking about like how we're very sensitive to like sensory overload yeah i would lose my fucking shit and i don't i wonder if it just comes with like from the start from when they're born they're crying and i think sometimes parents just get like 
desensitized to the noise coming from their child because it's like you have to there's no choice if you want but i have seen parents that like can't fucking control themselves they don't keep their cool and or they're not like the most nurturing and like i see those qualities in myself like i am not a fucking nurturing person at all whatsoever but i don't think you have to be like i don't think that's a requirement i think you can be a solid parent without that like nurturing like character like that lovey-dovey like oh i'm gonna hug and kiss you and you know oh yeah no no for sure because like my neither of my parents were ever like that (laughs) like i was i was just having a conversation last night and i said like if my mom told me i love you i would literally be like what i would feel so fucking uncomfortable (laughs) i would cringe because like that's just not like we never fight we're like the hugging that's Uh why i think i'm so fucking weird now (laughs) with people like i feel the same i mean my mom don't touch me (laughs) yeah i don't know you don't fucking hug me i do not like a hug really but my mom was pretty affectionate i think with us but um Honestly, I think it's just, like, a personality thing for me. I just don't like to be... If you're a stranger, do not... True, yeah. Hug me, hello, or, like, I... Honestly, I don't see the need. And even a handshake, I, we could just... <laughs> <laughs> say hi, like... <laughs> From a distance. <laughs> yeah, there's been times where, like, everyone else is hugging, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but... Yeah. Like, I don't think it's necessarily like a must-have for a parent i think it's just because you see it like that's how moms are they're supposed to be so caring and nurturing and true i mean i think it probably helps children you know but yeah but like i don't know i just i i think and of course this can change obviously and I know so many people have said like oh yeah I used to be the same way and then you know whatever but I just am a really selfish person and I (laughs) like it that way and I don't want it to change I don't want to have to cook somebody else fucking three meals a day yeah and worry about like bathing them and shit like like I said it's bad it's having to do that shit for my dog is enough (laughs) for me like oh god he peed on himself the other day and I was like, oh, fucking Christ. Like, now I need to give you a bath. Like, <laughs> I really have can't... to handle this. And like, yeah, like, I don't want to do this right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all that talk about the negatives and everything. I'm like, there's definitely positives, which I think about, too. I But see, like, I don't think about that. And even when people tell me about the positives, I'm like, no. Well, the negatives over- not interested <laughs> overshadow that for you. Yeah. I'm still undecided, to be honest. But, I don't know, I guess that's one thing that you kind of have to... And there's some people that are like, I've always wanted to be a mom. Like, my whole, right. like that's yeah. one of my life goals. And and some people were, were just, like, meant to mm-hmm. be yeah. a mom. Yeah. I don't know if that's me, but I've always thought about it, for sure. I could see you being a good mom. You think? No, I really mm-hmm. could. I could. There's moments where I'm like, oh, my poor and future I think kids. you would be, like, such a fun mom, too. You think? Okay, yeah. I've changed my mind. I'm having kids. 
Yeah, you would. You would just be cool because, like, you're just so chill and, I like, you'd be that kind of parent that your kids could come to you about anything. Well, that's the ideal situation. You know? Those freaking overbearing parents that... How do you not realize that drives your kid away? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What's the point of that? Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, getting a little sidetracked, but... Yeah. um, It's interesting because another thing that kind of made me want to talk about this in an episode is uh, being on Instagram, Mm -hmm. I've been seeing... I've been getting a lot of uh, recommendations of, like, people that I should follow that Mm -hmm. we have, like, mutual friends or whatever. And it's, like, all these people that I graduated high school with or even, like, some of them are a little bit younger than me and I see that, like, they're all married and they have, like, all these fucking kids. And it's so weird to look at them and think, we are the same age or some of them I'm even, like, a couple years older Mm -hmm. and our lives could not be any more different. Yeah. And... But it's funny because it's like, oh, there's all this pressure that you should, you know, be married and have kids and da-da-da-da by this age. But, like, I look at them and, no offense, (laughs) but to me, that life looks miserable Mm -hmm. to me. Because that's just not what I want at all. At least not right now. And I, like, with turning 30... I'm just excited about it because I'm like, I feel like right now I'm in my prime. I'm like, I have never been the most like confident in myself Mm -hmm. and the most sure about myself. I've never been the most like this financially stable Mm -hmm. and independent. And like, especially now I moved down here and I'm living by myself completely and just like doing all this shit just independently on my own. And it's such a good feeling. And I'm like, oh, my God, my hair has never looked better. My skin's never <laughs> looked better. My makeup skills are on point. Right. And I just feel like just I don't like the, my most confident. And I just really feel good about where my life is at right now. Mm-hmm. And like I think back to my 20s and how the last like 10 years have been. And I feel like they were fucking rough. I was so mm-hmm. confused. I was so lost. I was in these relationships that weren't necessarily like making me the happiest and I don't know I I just feel like I'm ready to enter my 30s just feeling like I have my shit together a little bit more and just more confident more sure of myself more aware of like what I want and what makes me happy and Having, like, stronger boundaries and knowing, like, what I am I will and won't put up with. Mm-hmm. And being That's... selective of who I let into my life, you know? Yeah. That's really one of the most, like, I think I'm finding myself more and more uh, all the time. And it's really a great feeling when you're like, oh, well, like, th- yeah, this is me. Like, or yeah, if you could just accept, like, a part of you that you used to kind of, like maybe deny a little bit or like there's parts of my personality I don't necessarily not that I ever tried to be someone I'm not but maybe I'm not proud of like or I wish I was different in certain aspects like I wish I were more outgoing or I wish I were this or that yes but letting go of that like no that's not who I am and that's fine or yeah this is what I like or I used to try to force myself to like 
like going back to hobbies like oh why don't you like go do something no you know what my hobbies are staying home <laughs> like I don't like to go out <laughs> at all that much I really don't and yeah I like to stay home and I like reading murder mystery novels and I like just like owning that kind of stuff instead of pretending oh no like I totally you know I love going out until 2 a.m on a Friday every weekend you know what I mean right just like no. accepting that about yourself. Yes, and I completely knowing agree. That's who you are is so like freeing, and that goes along with like. I used to think I was not picky. Now I think I would say I am when it comes to dating and like mm-hmm. men because, because of that. Because now I know what I like to do, mm-hmm. and realizing I don't have to change that. I just have to find somebody that has the same interests and it aligns yes more. I don't want to put up with somebody that I that I just don't right because why have do that why waste your yeah. time and your energy because you feel like you should be with somebody and this person is interested and this person is there or whatever no and I don't think it's picky or wrong to be like you know what I want somebody that wants to stay in on a Friday night and order you know sushi and chill and binge watch something or yes like go to the farmer's market on Saturday and not a sports event or like a different genre of music concert that I wouldn't necessarily pick or you know what I mean right no like, 100%. I can find somebody that has similar interests and we can both enjoy because my ex you know we had actually we didn't really have all that much in common like he liked really heavy metal music mm-hmm. so I spend a Saturday at this like heavy metal music festival type thing and it was hell and I was like oh my god there's a thousand things I'd rather be doing yeah then well being... especially if there isn't like the compromise because my one yeah. ex it was the same thing I felt like I was always going to car shows and like bullshit that like I didn't mm-hmm. have any interest in and but then like he would never want to go do things that right. I liked if he wasn't interested in it yeah, and it's like now that I annoying. accept, like I know more of what I'm looking for, I'm, you know, that is a great feeling. And not to say that you have to have everything no, completely no, in common no, no. with somebody, but yeah, no, like being more confident in who you are and knowing yourself and just knowing like, because I, w- I was going to say the same thing. I feel like a thing that I used to do a lot was if I was interested in somebody, I would not like change myself necessarily but I would just I I, I would yeah I would like second guess Mm -hmm. how I would dress how I would Mm -hmm. style my hair um you know the music that I was listening to little things like that to try to like be a little bit more like you know attractive or appealing to them and kind of fit like what they're into more but I'm at a point now where I'm like no fuck that like this is the kind of music I like listening to these are the Mm -hmm. shows I like watching this is how I like dressing and it is what it is. And if you don't like it, you can leave. Then bye. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, and like just putting yeah. it all out on the table. And like I will talk about some weird fucking shit. Like I will go deep into astrology and mm-hmm. I want to know your Myers Briggs personality type. And I want to talk <laughs> about how everything is a fucking simulation. And <laughs> that, you know, like especially yeah. um, when you're like just starting to get to know somebody, that can be kind of a lot. But I'm just at a point now where I'm like I don't care I'm gonna talk to you about this stuff I'm putting it all the crazy out on the table and if you don't like it and it freaks you out then you can go or if you do like it like that's one of the things I've also 
like, I don't know if we talked about this in body, in our body image episode at all, but just, like, this is what I look like, this is my face, can't really do much to change it, this is my personality, I'm not gonna change it, this is what I like, this is, like, I am what I am, and if it doesn't fit with somebody, I don't feel the need to force it at all. Right, because it's just like, all right, it wasn't the right fit with that person, but it's not that, like, oh, you aren't good enough, or you, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just that you guys aren't good for each other. That's just not your person. That's it. Fine, move on. Don't keep wasting your time trying to force something because all that's doing, my therapist told me this, (laughs) all it's doing is prolonging the time for you to meet the right person. Exactly. And that's, I've heard something similar to that too, which is why I think I don't feel as much pressure. Like I'm putting myself out there a little bit more. I'm going out and going on dates and stuff. But like, I don't feel, oh my God, I have to. I have to go and meet somebody because then I can be engaged by the time I'm 27 and then married by the time I'm like 29 and then have kids. You know, I don't feel that way anymore. Like if it happens, it happens. And I have a saying that I literally have a, print of my mom actually my mom got me a pin of it and I loved it so much like it's so simple it's just things will work out that's it yeah like yes things are just gonna work out how they should be and how they how everything should work my out. mom always said that to me too from the time I was a kid and I, and yeah, I, I have yeah. always felt that way about everything in my life and I do feel like I don't know that I believe necessarily that everything's like kind of predetermined, but I do feel Mm -hmm. like things that are meant to be for you will happen. And I feel like that's happened so much in my life. Like people that I've met recently, like even the way that I like got my dog, like (laughs) shit will just happen. That's like, it just feels cosmic. And I'm like, wow, this is so weird how it just kind of, it just felt right and everything fell into place. And there was all these coincidences and Mm -hmm. it's like, it just was meant to happen. Yeah, that's why I'm, I, that's why I think I'm getting even more, like, go with the flow, because yeah. I just don't let want to it fight be. anything, I just, yeah, exactly, just let it happen the way it is gonna happen. Exactly. And don't yep. worry about the things you can't change, like, how am I gonna get married in two years if I don't have a man? Like, why am I gonna worry about that, you know what I mean? Right. Or I could meet somebody tomorrow, get engaged to them in six months and be like you just don't know no it's so true my therapist said the same thing to me and it's like you yeah you really never fucking know what could happen tomorrow yeah like you said like yeah it's so true and why force yourself and like stress about like oh my god i want to be married so okay i met this guy and he's gonna force cool like right because then because i happen you're gonna be miserable and divorced. <laughs> and divorced, possibly, right. And, like, maybe end up having regrets in your life. So, I, I don't know. know. And, and I feel like, as somebody who was in, you know, relationships where we were living together, and I, I just got to a point where I was like, oh, my God, I'm so unhappy. Mm-hmm. I can confidently say now, and again, who knows, like, after you know if if I'm single for like a few years maybe then I'll just get lonely and change my mind but (laughs) I do feel like I would rather be on my own than be with somebody and be super unhappy because I would I just like my own space and I I don't know that's why I'm kind of grateful that I um was more like 
terrified of men and talking to them and like I never there's some people out there that are like I have to be in a relationship to feel like validated or I you know mm-hmm. those kinds of people which I that's fine if that's what you like doing but I'm so glad I had the experience I had because I'm completely happy alone like would it be nice to have somebody to do stuff with and to share life with and to talk to and whatever yeah but I mean do you need someone in a romantic relationship for that no Mm -hmm. I'm happy just with my friends and my family and by myself with my cat on a Friday night like right I like spending time with myself so I don't and feel I think the that's need. such a powerful thing to like yeah you know to be at that point because some people can't feel that way mm-hmm. which I get I mean I I can't say I get it because I I've never been that way yeah I mean um, everyone's different and yeah. you know but yeah but I'm grateful for that because like I said I don't want to rely on anybody and I feel like I don't have to because if I don't have to rely on anyone anyone like financially then I think I'm good and also if you don't have to rely on somebody else for your own happiness too and your stability then you really are in control of your life and how happy you are that's a great thing to point out because I've realized I love to be in control (laughs) I do too that's like I never realized that before but like I don't really like I like to go out and drink and everything but not to the point where I'm blackout because I like to be in control and I Mm -hmm. don't really do any kind of drug because I like to be in control and I like to drive myself places I was gonna say you always like volunteer to drive (laughs) then it's just that like really it's just I can leave whenever I want or I can do you know Mm -hmm. it's all up to me which I like yeah no and I feel like in my last relationship I was at a point where I realized that I was kind of like relying on him to fulfill a certain thing in order Mm -hmm. for me to be happy Mm -hmm. and yeah that's when I was like wait no it shouldn't be that way no and it's up to you ultimately it's up to you to make yourself happy it like if you're putting that on somebody else it's just pretty much bound to <laughs> let you down. You can't rely on somebody else to make you happy. Exactly. And also, you shouldn't be doing things to make another, like, just to satisfy another person to make them happy, whether that's a partner mm-hmm. or, like, your family or whatever. Right. Because is that, if that's making you happy, okay, but Because, it... like, going back to the, like, pressure thing, you know, like, how common is it that people family will be like oh so when are you getting married oh when are you mm-hmm. having kids when are you doing this when are you doing that and they keep like pressuring you and you know if that's not what you want though like fuck that you had to have it in your head all the time and that's the thing it's like just because your life doesn't look like that what people are oh when are you having kids when are you getting married right your life doesn't look like that or your life doesn't even look like what you thought it would it doesn't mean it's wrong or bad and I think that's can... what makes it harder to accept, too, is when, A, it's not looking the way, like, society or your friends and family or whatever are, like, mm-hmm. pressuring you to make you feel it should look, but then also when it's not the way you thought it would yeah. look. It just then doesn't... you're really like, oh, wow, I'm, like, fucking up here. But that's not 
necessarily the case. Like, right, you made it up in your head already. Like, you made up that scenario where you thought you'd be, and you can make up a new one, and you can change your mind about that kind of thing. And I think you have to if things are going a different way. You have to reroute, and that's fine. And you can still be happy in a life that isn't what you thought it would be. Yeah, and just remember that everything is um, a simulation anyway. It's all just computer (laughs) code at the end of the day. (laughs) Wait, I saw a TikTok the other day, and it was like, if this is a simulation, why did someone code my dad to have a ponytail? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know, just for fun, I guess. (laughs) Just for some flair, you know? Some flavor, I don't know, but I thought that was so funny. I mean, think about, like, the we fit you know like those characters like how crazy right like you'd make your character look fucking nuts because it's funny do you play sims i don't but yeah oh that's another God. great point yeah yeah like that... why not yeah no actually when i play sims it's like a hotter version of me who is perfect and everything that i wish i could be oh okay yeah it's my simulation, so who cares? <laughs> True. But yeah. I have a super hot like man and like Ooh, chickens. Okay. <laughs> chickens. <laughs> because I think when I really break it down, like what I want in life is a super hot like, man and chickens. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. But like I sometimes I think about just moving. I mean ideally like an Irish cottage, right? Mm-hmm. Just yeah, kind I can of see secluded. I've got mm-hmm. some sheep. You know, that I have sheared for their wool. No I've humidity. Chickens. No humidity at all. <laughs> I've got chickens and I can just like chill and relax. And I still have Netflix, so I can binge watch things. I just read. I am right there with you on everything except for the humidity part. I need it to be hot and humid. Yikes. I can't do Ireland. I'm sorry. Well, I'll, like, visit you in... I need, like, a lot of sunshine. Miami. Yeah. (laughs) But that's another... Actually, that's funny. That's another thing I, like, recently decided I'm going to stop doing things in the hot heat and humidity (laughs) because I'm fucking miserable. And I'm sorry. I don't want to go to some weird, like, festival thing in the blaring sun when I'm dripping sweat and I'm not having a good time I'm gonna stay inside in the air conditioning and I don't care if it's a beautiful summer day I really don't you know what I mean I'm stopping yeah. I'm gonna I'm stopping that I feel that I'm not doing okay. it anymore I can't fake it anymore yeah and I'm gonna find a partner that appreciates that too that appreciates the AC indoors I, yeah, I respect that and I agree. And also for me, it's like, (laughs) am I a pool person or a beach person? And I've accepted I'm a fucking pool person. You know, (laughs) I like going for a walk on the beach, but I don't fucking want to lay there in the fucking hot ass sand, just baking away. There's no shade. You're, you got sand in every fucking crevice of your body. (laughs) You feel disgusting. You're dehydrated. You're fucking, ugh. No, I want to be in a nice pool and so I'm going to just find a person that's a pool person yeah. and not a beach person. Like, that's just f- 
finally realizing that and like deciding like <laughs> you can find people that like the same things you like and you don't have to force anything like sometimes on tinder or whatever app i'm using it's um hinge tells you a lot about somebody mm-hmm. i think more so than tinder so you can see like oh they're really into hiking or even just by their pictures everything is a hiking picture yeah i, I enjoy a hike every now and then would i want to go every weekend of my life no right would I have to if that's what my partner was interested in doing? No. Like, he could obviously go and do that with his friends or do it by himself. But I think having somebody, like, having a boyfriend or husband or partner or whatever in your life is, like, you know, you should enjoy the same things and do them together. Not everything. Right. No, yeah. Def- I, d- it's definitely healthy to have, like, things that you'd like to yeah, just your do own, by yourself yeah, or whatever. Your own but shit. No, I agree. Because being in a relationship where we were just so different and didn't mm-hmm. like any of the same things and never wanted to do any of the same things yeah it it's hard it was at least i don't know some people are like opposites attract to me no Yay. i've what i'm realizing is i am super attracted to people that remind me of my favorite Yourself? person in the oh. whole world <laughs> myself <laughs> oh my god i mean that's honest i yeah. The more similar we are, the better, <laughs> the better for me. No, I think it's I think it for some people maybe it doesn't matter. For me, I think it does because I was in a relationship where he didn't want to travel and I do. Is your love language quality time? I really have no idea. It's not <gasps> touch. I <laughs> I think I wait. think that it might be quality time. It seems like maybe it is. But Which like would explain. I want to have somebody that he hated the beach right i like to go to the beach he didn't even have a swimsuit we bought him one at the beach he walked onto the beach in jeans and sneakers (laughs) and i was like okay i have a friend like that but just like knowing that okay maybe we would go to the beach together but he wouldn't enjoy it that would make me feel bad you know what i mean yeah or i want to travel and i want somebody that wants to travel too Mm-hmm. Because I can go with my friends and everything, and I will. But but it's different like, if you're with a partner. Yeah. I want yeah. somebody that enjoys that, too. So some things I don't give a shit about, but, like, the I think more core, well, obviously values and everything, but to have similar interests is important. Yeah. 100%. I agree with that. And, I mean, I'm sure there's people that don't necessarily. Yeah. That's fine, but... For me, me, personally, I... Exactly. I need that, I think. And I was thinking a lot about love language, because I don't really understand. So, my love language is what I need to get from a partner to feel... To feel... Is that what it is? So, there's, there's two, and, like, they don't always match up. So, you... On one hand, it's like, okay, how do you show somebody that you love them? And then Mm -hmm. also, what is required for someone else to do to make you feel loved? And for some people, it's the same thing. Usually, that's how it is. Because usually, whatever you feel you need is what you do, you know? Right. But Mm. for some people, it's different. I feel like... And I think mine are a little bit different. Mine, I think, are different because I like to give gifts. Like, that's how I would show love for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Gift but you don't giving. care about getting gifts? 
No, because I buy myself anything I want. I mean, it's nice, but, like, yeah. I, no, that's, I that's gift I myself things to show myself yeah. love all the time. Right. But I think in order for me to feel love from someone, it would probably be, like, acts of service or um, quality time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I think my ex's was gift-giving, and I just don't give a shit about that. Right. Like, he'd get me, he got me a very expensive bag. I don't, I could have got it myself. I don't really care about that, you know? Yeah. No, I'm the same way. Like, gifts are, honestly, getting gifts sometimes makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if I see something that makes me think <laughs> of somebody, I'll get it. And I'll be like, oh, I got you this. Or I love Christmas because I put so much thought into gifts for people. Yeah, you always stuff. do, like, really personal. Like, stuff you're, people you're are going to like and use. That. Yeah. And enjoy. I love doing that. Like, that's... But I don't care about getting gifts at all, no. Right. Mine is definitely physical touch, and then... Really? Yeah. But, but you hate, like... like I hugs. know. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, if I... If you're, like, my person, and, like, you know what I mean? Like... That's different. We're dating, or we're hooking up, or whatever, then, like, mm-hmm. I don't want you to stop touching me. And I, like, will constantly be touching you. But if I, if you're just my friend or, like, I don't know you like that, it's like, don't touch me. Like, that's just reserved for. That makes sense. Certain people, you know? For your lover. (laughs) For for my lover. And, but then I also, like, I like acts of service, but I don't do that for people. Okay. Oh, I think that's why I feel like I would not be the best parent. (laughs) Sorry, I don't know how we even got here, but I I love talking about this stuff. Oh, me too. But knowing what you want and like figuring yourself out, I think is really important to your like, I mean, for sure, your life, but finding out what's important to you and what you care about helps you so much. Like and knowing your love language is so important. I think if you don't know what we're talking about or you don't know what your love language is, just do a Google search for it, like love language quiz, and take it. It's super quick, and there's five, right? Yes, there's um, words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, gift giving, and acts of service. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important to know. It's interesting. Yeah, Yeah, knowing what yours is. And then that way you – and then you need to know what your partner's is. And then that way you kind of know, like, okay, are we on the same page? Like, are they feeling loved? Mm -hmm. Am I feeling loved? What do we need to do to, like – I think it's really key in relationships because if – so your partner is, like, doing, you know, work around the house or whatever, acts of service, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever. But your love language is physical touch. You're like, oh, he's not touching me. He's right, doing he doesn't all this shit, but he's not touching me. me. Yeah. Yes. So there can be And a lot of a... people don't have the same love language as their yeah. partner, so yeah. So you guys just, like, butt heads because you think he's not doing anything for you. Because but he he's feels like he's doing that... so much yeah. for you and not getting, like, it's not yeah. appreciated. Yeah. Like, so many problems could be solved, I think, just knowing your love language. The pressures in a relationship, the pressures in life, whatever. Definitely. I just hate feeling pressured at all. Like, I just want to chill. Like, I don't understand why everyone in the world doesn't want to just, like, relax. I agree. Like, there's, literally. like, so much. It's, like, from the time you're fucking born, there's just, like, constantly all this shit that it's, like, yeah. okay, you got to do this. You got to do that. And it's, like, once you accomplish one thing, then it's, like, 
okay on to the next thing and it's like at what point it's like you just keep doing this until you die yeah it (laughs) never ends that's why like i just i'm just chill right now and like all i want is to just enjoy my life like i Mm -hmm. am content and i'm fine and i'm just happy and i'm i'm trying to not like put any more stress or pressure on myself as far as work or relationships like i'm cool with just like being on my own right now and like meeting people and having fun and if something happens fine but i'm not like i don't know i just want to just enjoy my life and not always be worried about i know the next thing that i need to accomplish well i think lately i've been just like i have no expectations anymore and it started off like with dating just because i was so um disappointed like all the time that things weren't yeah, things weren't working out for me. And I was like, oh, like, I see all these other people in relationships and not me, though. Oh, guys will say I'm so cool, but they don't date me. Oh, she's so chill, whatever. But mm-hmm. I'm not good enough to date. But I'm tired of, like, thinking that way and feeling that way. So I'm just, I have no expectations anymore. If work is going well, cool. If it's not, I move on to something else. Yeah. If a relationship, if I meet somebody and that's going well great if it starts to not go well okay i'm moving on and doing something else like yes releasing the pressure that i put on myself and just Mm -hmm. like from society too of course but like letting go of all that feel and even just in the gym like we talked about like if i don't want to go i kind of set up a schedule for myself i try to go three to four times a week Mm -hmm. okay back of my mind friday or was thursday it was thursday I left work and I was like, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. And I didn't go. And mm-hmm. I had no bad feeling about it. I was like, whatever. Or if I go and I don't do as much as I thought, I who cares? Like, mm-hmm. really, who cares? Yeah. Like, I don't think I could ever just sit around doing absolutely nothing. That's not what I want. Like, I am ambitious in a way where I, I'm going to work. I'm going to make my money. I'm going to take care of myself so that I can do the things that I like. Right, but at the same time, like, don't drive yourself to a point where you're fucking miserable. Right, exactly. So I'm content, I think, right now with my work and with life. I mean, it's been hard moving and whatever, but I don't feel the need to be like, okay, what's next? What's fucking next? What am I going to do now? Right. And I feel like things work out once, once you've just accepted that kind of mindset and you are more confident and you're just kind of like you know i'm gonna let go and just let just being life happen yeah yes exactly be open for anything be willing to try anything if you want something and you're able to do it like i wanted to move i saw an opportunity to move and to start something new and i took it if that's Mm -hmm. something you want to experience like try to make that happen for yourself or just stuff like that like i don't like to sit around like feeling sorry for myself or oh I wish I could do that same and that's one of my biggest pet peeves too are people that just love to complain about shit but then won't do anything to change their situation and don't get me wrong I love to vent and complain and all that but like of course same I'm not gonna let myself and I've been there before like depression and everything where you're just like in that kind of pity party yes a thousand percent but at a certain but, point, you have to be like, okay, let me, I need to, like, dust myself off. And yeah. I need to, like. Because you only have you. You're yes. the only one that's going to do things for you. Yep. And you might have help, but 
people aren't going to help you if you're not willing to exactly do the work and it goes the other yourself. way around too like if you have someone in your life that you feel like is struggling with something or whatever it's like you can't force them to make a change you can't no. help people that don't want to help themselves and also like i i do want to say too like i want to acknowledge like different people's privileges too like oh, obviously yeah. you know it's not always that easy for everybody no. to just be like oh i'm just gonna get start a new career and i'm gonna you know whatever like obviously no, yeah, there's you know everyone's life is circumstances are different but just yeah like that personality of yeah it's an wanting attitude more something yeah. yeah exactly yes i held myself back so much just like without thinking or was like oh well like now what or um just feeling sorry for myself and mm-hmm. that just doesn't help at all we're all just here on this floating rock like exactly in the simulation seriously and right and like for a limited time i mean you know maybe reincarnation is a thing who knows but either way it's like this life that you have right now you only have it for and and you never fucking know like literally i mean people say this all the time but like you could die tomorrow for all you know so it's like just try to make the most of what you have and just enjoy it that's been the mindset i've had because i have felt like oh well i don't have this like the emphasis on what i don't have i don't have like a social life right now because i'm i've just moved and i'm still meeting people and everything or oh i don't have a partner and these people are you know my friends are getting engaged and my friends are in these relationships Mm -hmm. and i'm like i don't have that in my life and it's easy to focus on what i don't have i don't have the body i want i don't have this i don't have that but that's exhausting and this not something that you can do a lot about so right for me changing the way I'm looking at it I'm like okay well you know I have this new job and I'm you know if younger me could see that I did all this tried all these things and moved away from my family and friends I think she'd be proud and like excited or if younger me could see that hell yeah I'm like traveling she'd be excited would she be like yo Where's your boyfriend? What's wrong with you, bitch? Maybe. Maybe she would. But, but I'm still, not gonna... you are, like, so much better now than you were. Like, and that's, you know, going back to the whole, like, being scared of getting older thing. It's, like, mm-hmm. people romanticize, like, being in your fucking early 20s so much. Why? Mm-hmm. I had <laughs> no fucking idea what I was doing in my life. I had never been more confused and, like depressed yeah. and i look back at pictures of myself then too and i'm like ew what the fuck like where were my eyebrows <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and i know that like if younger me even honestly just me like 5 years ago looked at myself now where i'm mm-hmm. at where i'm at and not even just like where i'm at in life and my accomplishments but even just like where my mindset is at and like mm-hmm. how confident i am i know that i'd be really fucking impressed yeah like, I know I'm way cooler now than I was <laughs> back then. Yeah. I mean, I didn't... Did I know you five... I did know you five years ago. Yeah. I agree. I think you are cooler. <laughs> For sure. I. It's nice to, like, just look at life through a different lens and be like, okay, well, everyone's path is different. This is where I'm at. This and is that's what, what it I'm really doing. all comes down to is your perspective, really. Yeah, yeah I mean... 
that changes everything. A lot of things you can't help, like... Right, like, yeah, because there are definitely certain things where it's, like, you do have full control to an... Well, to an extent, I guess. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, as far as, like, yeah, meeting somebody, getting married, whatever... I mean, unless you are going to force something just for the sake of, you know, checking it off your to-do list. Sure. But to, like, make a genuine connection with somebody, you can't just decide that that's going to happen. Right. Letting go of all the expectations, I think, is so helpful. It has been for me. I'm just out here living my life, doing the best I can, knowing things are going to work out how they should. Same. And honestly, it's funny because when I first moved down here and even like, you know, the few months leading up to it, when I knew I I was going to leave, I feel like I had a lot of ideas in my head of like what the next chapter of my life was going to look like at this point, like what was going to happen when I got down here. And Mm -hmm. a lot of it, there there were definitely a lot of career things that I was thinking were going to happen that now I'm just realizing like, actually, I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know, I thought like, oh, I'll come down here and I'll probably open like my own little salon suite and I'll be able to do this and that and I'll be this like boss babe, whatever. And then I got here and I was like, I don't actually want to fucking do that. That's a lot of stress and pressure right? and responsibility. And like, I I just don't want to do it. Um, And then a lot of it too was like relationship stuff. Like I thought like, okay, you know what? I'm at a point now. I know exactly what I'm looking for in a partner and I'm not going to settle. And I know the next person that I date, I want to be like my future husband. So Mm I, I'm, going to be looking for a specific thing and only want something serious and then I got down here and I went on a couple dates and I was like actually you know what like the more I started socializing and making friends and stuff I'm like I really don't feel ready for that yet yeah I'm like eventually yeah yeah, I want to meet somebody but I am not ready like I hope to god I don't fucking meet my future husband anytime too soon because (laughs) I don't I just don't want that right now like I am enjoying just having fun yeah so you know, what you want can really change. And it, yeah, like you shouldn't necessarily have these certain like expectations because you just never know. Yeah. I think like being okay with changing your mind because when I was working in a salon and I was feeling like, oh shit, like this is not it. I felt really guilty because I was like, Mm -hmm. no, this is what I was, you know, this is what I decided on. Like, this is what I'm yeah. doing. No, I, f- I felt guilty, too. And it's like, no, it's fine. I mean, why would you stick with something that you're not enjoying? Or because like your therapist said, it's just getting in the way of something that's that yeah, might be right. For prolonging you. Yeah. your happiness. Yeah. And that and I felt that, too. Like I had, you know, a few people, family members that were like when I decided to go to cosmetology school, they were like, you just spent all that time and all that money mm-hmm. getting your degree and going to college and blah, blah, blah. Like, why are you going to go do something else? Like, fuck off. I'm going to do it because <laughs> that's what I want to do. Like, that's right. what I feel will make me happy. And then I felt the pressure because I was like, okay, now that I'm making this big change and so many people are th- saying it's the wrong choice, now I really have out. to stick with this and it has to work out right because then otherwise they're going to talk more shit. But mm-hmm. I just got to a point where I was like, I really don't fucking care. Yeah. I don't care what other people have to say or what they think. And even like, you know, sharing a lot of my life online with YouTube, 
I feel pressure sometimes too because I'm like, oh, if I say that I'm going to do a certain thing, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. I'll get comments from people that are like, oh, I thought you, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And well, it's I think like, the people I, I, you that... just have to shut that out because yeah. all that matters at the end of the day is it how you feel about your life and if you're happy. Yeah. The people that care so much about what you're doing and like, have a lot to say about what you're doing like don't you have enough going on in your own life like what are you so worried about what i'm doing yeah like you're not paying my bills or anything so why are you so concerned exactly exactly and they just i think maybe have too much time or maybe they're projecting but (laughs) true i've always felt very very grateful that my parents have been so supportive Mm -hmm. of me though like any life decision I've ever made, if I've ever, like, changed my mind about something. Yeah, mine too. They are so there for me. And, like, even my decision to not want to have kids, like, my mom has never made, like, acted disappointed or... I think she also just was never surprised because I feel like she just always knew. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. Well, that's... So I mean, that's, like, I'm the very, luckiest... I know a lot of people don't have that. And it's yeah. hard when it's, like, your immediate family disapproves that you're constantly like yeah and like constantly hearing comments from them mm-hmm. oh definitely yeah but at the end of the day it's whatever is going to make you happy you make the choices you make and if that's what's making you happy great if it's not and you can change it even better and if it's something you can't change just try changing your perspective yeah you can always work on oh that's and you know what i haven't even noticed that i've been doing it I've just been getting, like, exhausted, like, caring about how much I go to the gym or, you know, the fact that I'm not in a relationship. I've just was over it and I just changed my outlook on it because Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it anymore. What have you done, though, to change your perspective? Because I feel like that's easier said than done. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, it just kind of happened. Like, when I moved here... Well, honestly, the pandemic, like, I stopped, like, let's talk about dating. I stopped dating. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty much fully. I really wasn't even talking to anybody. Um, and so that helped, just, like, that hiatus I took. And like I said, I feel good by myself. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I was just like, okay, let's try dating when I moved to Albany. And then when you talk to people, I'm like, I was getting tired of having, like, the boring conversations. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to force anything. If a conversation fizzles out, fine. I'm not. You just got to a point where you were just kind of, like, tired. Like, I'm throwing my hands up, like, yeah. Like, like if, I'm done, yeah, yeah doing shit that's, like, making me not satisfied. Right. I feel that way, too. I feel like what helps me, too, is, like, like I was saying, most of my friends like live a pretty similar lifestyle to me where they're single they don't have Mm -hmm. kids so I feel like being surrounded by people that share a similar mindset and like a similar lifestyle Mm -hmm. like I can't imagine if all of my closest friends were like married with kids I feel like that would be hard for me and also like just the content that I consume too like on social media just following again like I'm not you know gonna be like following like mommy bloggers and like <laughs> I, don't, I don't know like just trying to f- follow people that again like similar kind of lifestyle similar right. interests as me watching shows 
that have a similar, you know, yeah. like that has helped because I'm like, okay, I can just fully embrace and accept my life and like what makes me happy and yeah. just not even like surround myself with anything that's going <clears> to <throat> give me like that external pressure or make Doubt, me. Yeah. Yes. Doubt exactly. what you're doing. Well, I think right. actually it's, I have spent a lot of time on TikTok um, just scrolling away <laughs> and those are real people that have the same problems as me or are in the same situations as me. They go on these dates and they suck or they're breaking up with people or they're going through these life like events mm-hmm. and they're just, they're not influencers and they're not anyone spe- not They're not, they're special, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're just normal, normal people. people. Yeah. And, like, seeing so many normal people have the same problems as me helped so much. I'm like, oh, I'm not alone in this. That's great. Ex- exactly. Because, yeah, I think if you're constantly seeing people that just their life is very different from you, it mm-hmm. seems like they have their life together, so to speak, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And and I hate to compare because it's like just because you're married with kids doesn't mean your life is together more than mine is the society like that's what you're supposed to do and have that like white picket fence life right is what you're grown up being told so it's hard to let that go or even if you don't want it and you're like you still feel like you should maybe have it and it's really hard to yeah and you're not like fully like accomplished if you don't have that even if it's not what you want Yeah, yeah exactly like, oh, well, you, I don't even have kids yet. I don't even know if I want them. And I'm still like, well, if I don't have them, I'll probably feel like I'm missing something because that's what people tell you. That's yes. literally well, what people tell I you. I went on a date with this guy last weekend and I was telling him how like, you know, right now I honestly am not looking for a relationship. Like mm-hmm. I'm just kind of trying to meet people and just stay open to whatever happens. But like genuinely right now at this moment in my life, I the thought of being in a like a serious relationship again feels awful to me like I am not interested in that at all yeah he just straight up did not believe me what he was like uh, yeah no like I, I really don't believe that that's actually true like I'm no like why why is it so hard to believe that I can't just decide like no I'm actually content being single I don't want children I'm not in any kind of rush to get married or settle mm-hmm. down so to speak or whatever like why can't you believe that? Right. Oh, like, goes- why does it have to be viewed as like, oh, you're just accepting your situation. You're lying to yourself, saying that you're happy and content. You don't actually want that, though. You're it's not actually because that's happy. What he's doing like, to himself. Because as much as we're talking about... He was a fucking... Needless to say, there's not going to be a second date. He was kind <laughs> of a fucking asshole, but... Well, yeah, that's yeah, an asshole like- thing to do. Yeah, so I guess just at the end of the day... Who cares what everyone else is doing? You just have to focus on your own shit. Exactly. And, like, who cares also, like, what you think it is that you should be doing? Yeah. Or what other people tell you you should be doing. Yes, do your best. At what you're doing now. Do what makes you happy at the end of the day. Yeah. And just focus on what makes you happy now also. Like, don't, like, you know. Yeah. Your plans may change and that's totally fine. And don't put, like, a time limit on yourself, you know? Like, just because you're getting older, like, 
embrace that shit. Be feel grateful yeah. that you've even that you you have the privilege. You know, there's so many fucking people that die so young. Not to get morbid, yeah. but like, you know, no, exactly. Yeah, I, I think about all the people that I went to high school with that passed away already, and like they're never even they're not going to get the opportunity to ever turn thirty. So it's like, what, what am I? What would be the point in me being like, oh my god. I'm getting old. I don't want to turn 30. <laughs> you're like, supposed to get old bitch. and you're not. Right. You don't have control over getting old. Everybody has to. And... So embrace it and don't look at it as a negative thing. You know, yeah. I always said, like, I don't actually care what my age is. As long mm-hmm. as I say looking good. <laughs> if I'm looking 30, then that's fine. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's whatever. Yeah. As long It's all about how I feel, too. I mean, personally, I can't wait to be 60, just <laughs> hanging out, getting that early bird special, not a care in the fucking world. I literally dream of it every day. Oh, all right. I'm not in any rush for that. <laughs> um... I mean, I'm going to enjoy the time between, but man, that must be nice. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, I guess we will wrap it up here. Make sure that you're following us on Instagram at Girls Who Get It Podcast. Please uh, rate us and leave a review. It helps us out a lot. We would really appreciate it. And let us know what you want us to talk about next week. Yeah, next topic. Can't wait. Yes. We will see you guys next Thursday with a new episode. Talk to you next Thursday. Bye. Bye.